everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. Hello, UX is a user-focused podcast aimed to help those pivoting into UX design. We're here to empower designers and help those transitioning into the UX field by providing education, resources, and a platform to talk about their experiences. Come because you're curious, stay to be empowered. If you haven't heard of conversational design, you probably have interacted with it in the form of chatbot, intelligent virtual assistants, when you have reached out to your favorite department store or pharmacy. Conversation design is an ever-growing field, and for good reason. The emergence of AI, and particularly its subset, natural language processing, are making it possible for companies to make repetitive tasks automatic and save money in the long run. It's for this reason we are dedicating two episodes on this topic. For part one, we have Hilary Black, who will talk to us about the basics of conversational design and will share with us the community she has created to help aspiring conversational designers obtain the resources they need to get started and where they can also find employment opportunities. For part two, we are speaking to Alana Libertad Cortez, who will give us insight on the need for multilingual conversational designers who can draw on their experiences and language knowledge to make conversational designs more inclusive. Whether you're an existing UX designer who is putting into conversational design or someone that is still in the process of finding which field aligns better with your skill set and experience, these episodes are for you. So join us on this adventure. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by... This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com tech. It's with great pleasure that I introduce to you Hillary Black. Hillary Black is a conversation designer at MOV. She's also a content creator and career coach. She's the founder of Conversation Designer Jobs, and she helps aspiring and experienced conversation designers explore the possibilities of conversational AI, create better automated assistance, and land their dream jobs through content coaching and community. Welcome, Hillary. Thank you for having me today. I'm super excited to chat with you. Great. I think all our Halodis would be interested in learning like your journey. How did you come into conversational design? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's definitely a field that everyone who comes into it has a little bit of a different background, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, personally, I was an English major in college and always wanted to be a writer. It was sort of my aspirations to be like a blogger, write for different digital publications. So I ended up in a career in social media. So I was a social media manager and copywriter for about 10 years. Um, And I worked at a bunch of different brands from Beats by Dre, University of Michigan and Vine, which is the video app that was owned by Twitter. Yeah, Um, I remember 
Remember yeah. that one? They used to love it. Yeah, it was like uh, TikTok before TikTok. So right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so that was my last uh, official job, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. And I was a social media manager there. And when they decided to shut down the app, I unfortunately uh, lost my job. So mm-hmm. I had decided based on sort of all of my experience in social media that I just wanted to freelance. So I started freelancing, um, you know, doing some strategy, some content creation. And one of the clients that I had was a company, like a technology company and a consultancy that built web apps and mobile apps for different businesses. Um, And one of their customers was like, hey, we heard that Facebook is coming out with these new chatbots. Do you think you could make one for us? Um, And as the person who was sort of doing all of their messaging and marketing for their agency, they asked me, um, you know, would you help us write one of these chatbots? Mm -hmm. And so I just basically, you know, said yes. And that was sort of um, history. That was about uh, six or seven years ago. So it was, you know, quite some time ago. But as I said, like I had no experience actually uh, writing for chatbots. And so I sort of just took to Google and, um, you know, took my background in writing sort of conversations between a customer and a brand and just made that into, you know, something that is automated. So it certainly wasn't perfect at first, um, but that was sort of my first experience into uh, conversation design. And from there, you know, that client that I had, they just kept getting more requests for people to make more bots and, and I worked with them to do that. And then, um, you know, over time, I just continued to to do that and I launched my community and then I created an online course and it all sort of grew from there. Nice, nice. And if you can speak into how, you know, your other job roles, um, what did you learn from those job roles that you have been able to apply to conversational design? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So really, the main thing was kind of understanding users. So similar Mm -hmm. to even UX writing or UX design, you always are sort of thinking of the user, thinking of the customer and coming from especially a marketing background and someone whose job it was to create content that would get a response from people. um, I definitely had that style of writing Mm -hmm. uh, in my background. So that really, really helped me to be able to understand how to write things that were short, write things that were direct Mm -hmm. and just be able to create these user journeys that I didn't really realize were so closely related to UX because that wasn't even something I'd heard about uh, prior to, you know, starting to learn more about conversation design and and all the similarities between the two. But I would definitely say sort of that um, user aspect and like just always advocating for the user is probably the, the thing that has helped me out the most in my journey in conversation design like you mentioned, they do overlap in the design process as far as particularly research, right? Because you want to get to know the person that you're um, writing these chatbots for. But in your opinion, where does UX design and conversational design differ in? The main difference between the two is like things that might go wrong um, or accounting for things that might go wrong, accounting for things that are unexpected. The current position that I'm in, um, that's what I've been helping with conversation design. One of the things that I feel the, I guess, my struggle is accounting for those things that people say that I was not expecting. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) You know, and so that's been a big learning curve for me. And also sort of realizing that you have this it's almost like a one-sided conversation because it is something that is happening two-way between a human and a computer, but 
everything that is sort of written by the computer is predetermined to a point. So it may be that you're using AI and that you're using this sort of natural language understanding in order to be able to respond to things outside of your user journey. Uh, but for the most part, you are sort of, you as the conversation designer are responsible for writing that and anticipating that. Touching about differences between UX design and conversational design, there's an added element in conversational design of the bot persona. How do you create a bot persona? The personality a lot of times is going to be dependent on the brand or the company mm -hmm. that you are working with because you may already have something that is established and you may already have a company that has very clear brand guidelines. And so that's always a very good place to start um, is to look at what they have. But then when you're taking into account, how can I really humanize this mm -hmm. conversation? How can I make this automated system be something that is, whether it's approachable and friendly or it's something that is very knowledgeable and it is sort of guiding this user through a more complex user journey. And so while a lot of people might think, oh, you want your personality to be, you know, very friendly and very like bubbly and very even maybe funny, like that doesn't fit for every single brand. Okay. And so it really is important um, to make sure that you understand the purpose of what your chatbot is and use that to guide your personality. So what is the chatbot for? Is it for, you know, getting health information from a person? That is going to have a very different personality right. than something that is, you know, a more fun experience or something that is like for shop shopping, personal shopping. Um, so definitely look into your brand and your customer through doing that research. And then also just think about the goal of your chatbot as a whole and think about, you know, how can you really bring to life this computer mm -hmm. um, in order to make the person trust it because that right. is sort of your biggest hurdle is to get a person to say this chatbot is here to help me um, and that I actually believe that it is going to do that. Yes, yes, yes. Establishing the trust right from the beginning, right? If, if, they, if they're going to have a, a good user experience, they're going to trust it and they're going to want to continue versus automatically going to like customer service representative. Customer service, you know, like. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Which is something that people are sort of trained to do from the phone systems right um, it's definitely something where you know the beginnings of chatbots like certainly when I got started in Facebook Messenger the experiences weren't that great and so right. unfortunately we have a little bit of catching up to do in terms of the actual users trust and experience but I think that you know we have made a lot of progress so hopefully things are only going up from here And we'll now take a break, hear a word from our sponsor, and be back with our featured guest. Welcome back, everyone, and we'll continue our conversation. Can you tell us a little bit about how conversation designer jobs came to be? Yeah. Um, so conversation designer jobs is more or less a job mm -hmm. board. You know, we're certainly a lot more than that in that we actually match uh, candidates with employers. So if people post a job, they can see candidate profiles from our network of conversation designers from all over the world. Um, and essentially what had happened just at being a person who has been in this industry for, you know, quite a long time in terms of how new it is, certainly, mm -hmm. you know, five, five or six years is not very long. 
I know a lot of people and, you know, I talk with a lot of people. So I was constantly getting messages from, you know, different companies or from individuals saying, I'm looking for a job. Like, do you know of anything or do you know of any people? And I was sort of like, how can I make this something that I don't have to manually be doing this matchmaking all okay. the time? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and how can I help beyond just the people that I know personally? Um, so mm -hmm. that was sort of where I had the idea. Um, and from there, you know, I worked with my husband actually to build um, the technology for the site um, nice. and build the site together. And so we decided to sort of make it so that and for me, you know, mm -hmm. being someone who has a community as well, I didn't necessarily want to charge my community in order to participate in something like this. So it was a great way to sort of say you know, there's a lot of companies and agencies that will pay to get the best talent. And so they can pay in my community, you know, it can be free, which is something that was very important to me. Um, and so this board has skills that you can select for your profile that are very specific to conversation mm -hmm. design, because there are, of course, different platforms and there's different courses and there's different tools that are only relevant to conversation design. And you're mm -hmm. not going to find those on Indeed or LinkedIn right. or any other job board. So it's very important that they can sort of select, you know, this is for a voice design role or this is for a chatbot design role. And we want this person to know Dialogflow or IBM Watson or whatever it is. Um, mm -hmm. And so they are able to actually select those and match with the candidates. Um, and so far it has been, you know, very successful in terms of actually matching this talent that is very difficult to find because it is a very new and niche field mm -hmm. with uh, these companies who have these really great jobs. So yeah, it definitely has been um, one of the my favorite things that I've done throughout my career, just to be able to connect people because that's something that I always have been very passionate about. There might be Helotes that are looking into getting into conversational design. And I feel like US design gives them a good framework as far as like the design process, particularly how to consider your user, right? But I'll go ahead and, you know, and ask you like for someone that is beginning, you know, their journey into conversational design, what advice would you give someone in terms of like what people should focus on if they are interested in learning is really first that educational piece. So kind of just going on Google, honestly, and looking up and seeing what you will find, um, you know, going through the videos and just searching the different topics around conversation design that you are curious about. Um, and there are, like I said, several people who have like medium blogs completely dedicated to different aspects of conversation design, whether that is getting a job or that is NLU or that is, you know, the basics and sort of how you can actually design a chatbot. Um, and then the second part is always to practice. Um, mm -hmm. So a lot of, you know, the ways in which I learned were just by doing. And I think that's right. a very helpful way for people to learn. So there are two tools that I always recommend to people. One is VoiceFlow, which is you know, a design tool where you mm -hmm. can actually design experiences and it is in kind of like a flow map type of uh, layout. So I think UX designers, especially, it would come very natural to them to use that. Mm -hmm. And you can quickly, you know, prototype your experiences yes. and test them out. So it's a very quick and easy way to just get in there and learn. Um, they have a lot of templates, so you can also just practice with those. 
And then Landbot is another one, which is like a no-code uh, building tool. So you can build chatbots on there for a lot of different platforms. And those are just very great ways to think about what's a problem that I want to solve and how can I just start doing that send it to my friends, you know, post it in LinkedIn or something like that and get feedback. Um, That's a really great way to learn as well. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, there are courses and there are different sort of paid resources that you can learn. So whether that is um, Conversation Design Institute, which has quite a few different courses, or I personally have a course with UX Content Collective, which is called Writing for Chatbots. Mm -hmm. Um, So there are a lot of different courses out there um, and different types of experiences, whether it's a video course or a written course. And that's, of course, not something that is required to be a conversation designer. But if you want to get into the fundamentals and learn Mm -hmm. the fundamentals and you feel that like, you know, the hours of YouTube school are not helping you (laughs) enough, um, you know, that's a really great way to sort of like get ahead a little bit. And that Mm -hmm. is becoming a lot more popular for people who are like making that switch. Um, And then I also would recommend the book by uh, Rebecca Evanhoe and um, Diana Diebel, which is Conversations with Things. Um, That is a really, really great way to sort of gain all of the insights that you want to know and how you can actually apply the knowledge that you have to this different type of interface, this different Mm -hmm. type of conversation where you have to be able to predict and you have to be able to understand how a user is interacting with a system versus just how a conversation is being had between two humans. So those are, you know, a good starting point. Um, And certainly like just connecting with people on LinkedIn and connecting with people through the various communities is of course a really great way to sort of just expose yourself as much as possible to um, what is a very, very welcoming community and a very, very welcoming uh, industry. Nice. Nice. Thank you so much for that. I'm sure our holidays will appreciate (laughs) a starting point where to begin. Awesome. And as far as resources, I find that your YouTube channel is very helpful. (laughs) I went through several of your videos and I was like, wow, for example, basics and best practices in conversation design. Yeah, that that is something I did with um, UX Professionals Association, like a webinar. Mm -hmm. So that Mm -hmm. that definitely is my probably most viewed and uh, most referenced video, especially from people who have a UX background too. Right. And found it very, I guess you could say user friendly. And as far as the way you lay it out, um, sometimes, you know, we get lost in the technicality of, of when you're trying to explain something to someone and you just make it so down to earth, relatable. I mean, I, I was, you know, writing down all my notes and I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. I want to be recommending this to anyone that I know that is getting conversational design. What other resources that you like definitely recommend people to um, seek out to as they're starting their journey? Yeah, well, definitely my YouTube channel. I would say. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, and yeah, I, it's for sure that I think certainly conversation designers existed before me. Um, you know, we have had these phone IVR Mm -hmm. types of systems for so long and people were designing for all of that. But when I started, I didn't find these resources and that was why I created them is because Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, there has to be this information out there. Other people would want to discover this. And it's the same reason I started my community as well. Like 
are there other people who do this out there, um, you know, that are similar to me? So that was a big reason why I have created so much and made all of that available. And since then, many other people have also made a lot of free knowledge available through YouTube and also media. Well, I have a fun question for you. Okay. Okay. So what is your favorite holiday movie and why? I actually was just talking about this yesterday, especially being around um, Christmas. And I do think that actually, I don't know if it's really considered a holiday movie, but Home Mm -hmm. Alone, I think, is probably uh, one of my favorites just because it is very classic and um, silly. And I think there has been so much throughout the years that have sort of um, been inspired by that type of movie. And I just always thought that it was fun to imagine, like, being at home by yourself in like your parents' big house and you can sort of, you know, do whatever you want, um, eat whatever you want kind of thing. Right. Um, and then obviously all of the, the things that transpire from there uh, make it, you know, even sillier. Awesome. Yes, that I, I would put that as a classic uh, movie. Yeah. Hillary, where can our Hellodies find you as far as social media? Uh, the best place to connect with me sort of one-on-one, I would say, is LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. So if you want okay. to just search me, Hillary Black. And then the other place would be uh, my Facebook community, which is called Conversation Designers Internet Club. That is a place to connect with not only me, but um, thousands of other conversation designers. So that would be a really great place to to connect as well. And then, as we had said, um, I have a YouTube channel, too, where, um, you know, I do reply to all the comments um, and I do love to sort of upload there and see what questions that people have. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. Well, Hillary, thank you so much for being our guest with us today. I feel like you gave a lot of insightful information um, as far as what resources and where people can dip their toes and to begin in this journey. So thank you so much for being with us here at Hello UX. Yeah, thanks for having me. And I really hope that people are inspired to experiment with conversation design and hopefully they really enjoy it as well. Me too. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. Now a word from our sponsor. Hopefully, the conversation with Hillary Black has widened your horizons and made you informed of what conversational design entails, and also made you aware of the various resources available to you, should you be encouraged to enter this field. Stay tuned for part two, where we talk to Alana Libertad Cortez about the need for multilingual conversational designers to help make conversational designs more inclusive. Well, this wraps up season three, episode seven, a conversation with conversational designer, Hilary Black. This season's theme has been different paths when user experience, and we brought you in different experts from various roles that contribute to the user experience. Before we leave you, I would like to invite you to visit us on our website at hellox.design and find all of our social media links to follow us, like us, and leave us reviews. And also check us out on our YouTube channel and don't forget to subscribe. If you would like to cover us a specific topic or you're designed to give us feedback, send us a message via our social media channels or send us an email to info at hellox.design. I'll repeat, 
info at HelloUX.design. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast available on all major streaming platforms. Hey, you like what you hear? Then show us some love by becoming a sustainer. This will allow us to continue to bring you the content you're looking for and treat us to a cafecito. And now a shout out to our sponsor, Overflow Digital. Overflow Digital, a digital agency specializing in all your professional website needs. We aim to create dynamic websites that will positively impact your business, meeting you at the crossroads of data, design, marcom, and UX. Before we leave, we would like to leave you with this quote. The simple act of paying attention can take you a long way. Keanu Reeves. Paying attention to current trends that are just emerging and jumping in can be a bit overwhelming, but these could take you to a path you never thought possible. Well, hello, Dees. Hello, UX wishes you wonderful and happy holidays surrounded by friends and family. Hasta la próxima.